0: To this episode of Hacker Public Radio. Um, this is the Yelky Man is coming at you, and today I am going to be talking about Zone Minder. A little bit of backstory on my Zone Minder setup. Uh, I work at an educational institution, and in one of the rooms specifically at our educational institution, uh, the teacher office, the main teacher office the um things had been happening strangely there you know uh, stuff had been moved around uh, there had been just a little bit of vandalism just, you know petty stupid stuff but it was getting to the point where some of the teachers were not feeling safe to leave stuff in there and rightly so a cell phone had been stolen so we thought about putting up a webcam we have plenty of webcams available at our disposal. So we thought, hey, we'll just put up a webcam and uh, record it and see what happens. And uh, two hours later and something like three gigabytes of data that wouldn't be opened by any of the programs that we have, uh, we realized that we needed a new, problem, new solution. So I suggested uh, setting up a one of our broken laptops that we have a lot of uh, laptops with cracked screens they're fine. Otherwise, I said, why don't we set up one of our broken laptops with a Linux distribution and "But a boom ba-da-bing, hey, we have a ZoneMinder machine. Well, turns out it's not quite that easy, but almost. So the first thing that I did is I checked out uh, to see if there's any live distributions that have ZoneMinder already installed. And, well, there is. There's the ZoneMinder Live. Well, it's based on Mandriva which, in my experience, uh, has not been that great with on um, let's say non-standard software or hardware or things like that. So it's based on Mandriva um, and I installed it on the little laptop and we we're running uh, Lenovo T61. 261's very popular laptops. and it took me, I think eight or nine times of trying to install this to get it to actually install. And then once I got it installed, I couldn't run the updates. It would stat the repositories and then time out and then crash, and then I'd have to reboot it. But I finally got ZoneMinder to operate with the little USB webcam that we had, and we put it up in the ceiling and hooked it up to the network, and I thought, hey, this is great. Uh, I shut off the GUI interface and just was running you know, command line because you don't need anything more than command line to run the web server and the zone minder. I thought, oh, this is awesome. And it would work for about three hours at a stretch and that was it. And then it's crash. So that was annoying. Um, finally, I said forget it. I'm going to blow away this whole Mandriva live CD thing that we had installed onto there. It was... It, it, it was just terrible. It was, you know, supposedly "quote unquote" the recommended distribution for running ZoneMinder uh, in a hurry. But I, I already—I think—I ended up spending about two weeks trying to get this thing to work correctly, and it just never did. So, here is what I did do to get it to work. And to get it to run correctly. And if you want to uh, set up your own little zone minder thing with a webcam, this all should work. And there's a couple of things that I'm going to mention that I didn't find on too many tutorials. Actually, I didn't find on any tutorial. I had to kind of figure it out for myself. Step number one, you want to uh, download a copy of the Debian NetInst. Uh, and that really is just your basic, basic, basic Debian Um And what I did is I said, okay, install a web server and the core utils and the laptop utilities, and that's it. I don't want you to install anything else. Just install those things because, well, you need the core utils. This is a laptop, and I'm going to be running a web server anyway. Now, you can always just install the core utils and then build up what exactly you want to have on there. But I thought, well, I'm not all that concerned. Running, essentially, I think the... The distribution ended up being two gigabytes. Uh, no, it didn't even end up being that much on a 60 gigabyte hard drive that we were going to run one webcam off of. So I wasn't all that concerned on parsing it down. But you can definitely parse it down if you run the Debian netinst. Um, so when you install, you just let it run. And then you log in as root and run apt get install sudo because sudo is not considered to be a base package it doesn't come in automatically now you want to install sudo for those of you who are not familiar with systems administration because it's a bad idea to run things as root if anything happens to your system you're you know it's a lot easier to really just total your system as root than it is with uh, most sudo distros uh a lot of times, if you're if you're trying to mess with something too heavy, sudo will give you an error and say, "Well, no, you can't do that." And then you can go in and force it if you know what you're doing as root. Um, but anyway, after you do apt-get install sudo or aptitude install sudo, you can run visudo, and that is v i s u d o, and that will open up your uh, sudoers file, and you want to add in your primary username tab. All equals, all in parentheses, space all. And that will give you pretty much full privileges for the system. So log out and then log back in uh, as your regular user. Uh, And you can just type exit or hit control D to to log out. And then you're going to log back in as your regular user. Um, And if you want to do something as a super user, you just type in SUDO, sudo. Now you're back into the system you want to edit your sources.list for uh, apt-get or aptitude. Now I do sudo as the very first thing. Some people say that you should update the sources list first but this is the order that I do it in. It doesn't necessarily, I don't think, matter. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, But you can do sudo VIM space slash etc slash apt slash sources dot list. Um, Now, if you're not familiar with Vim, you'll need to hit I in order to edit the text, but you're going to, you know, hit I and change every reference to etch to Lenny. And then at the end of every line that you edit, you're going to make sure that there are the words contrib, C-O-N-T-R-I-B, and non-free. That's N-O-N hyphen F-R-E-E. There's a couple of packages that you'll need to get ZoneMinder running that are only available through the contrib and non-free. And actually one package that you just have to get. Now to edit out of uh, Vim, you need to hit escape, the colon key. It'll bring up a little prompt at the bottom. You type wq in lower case letters, hit end, enter, and uh, bada boom, bada bang. It'll it'll uh, write it and quit out of there. Next step: type sudo apt-get update. That's going to update your system. Uh, let your system know where what files are available in the new Lenny repositories, and you're going to hit uh, while that's running, hit alt f2. And that'll open up a new terminal. Just log in uh, as your regular user, of course. You're going to download ZoneMinder. Uh, unfortunately, ZoneMinder is considered to be uh, unstable, which it kind of is. It's still in very, very active development, so it's a little unstable. But you're going to use the command wget and then type in wget and point that to a uh, a mirror that has the zone minder deb. Uh, The one that I did, it looks kind of like this. It's wget space http colon slash slash debian dot organ state dot edu slash debian slash pool slash main slash z slash zone minder slash zone minder underscore one dot two three dot three hyphen three underscore I three eighty six dot deb. Now, that's a lot of stuff, and if you're trying to type that as I said it, you're probably going to be saying, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down. And you would be right. But um, if you check out on uh, the Hacker Public Radio page associated with this, you're going to see a link to uh, my blog, which has a link to the Debian Mirrors page where you can pick out the mirror that is closest to you. I purposely kind of went through that, a little quickly to encourage you to go to the Debian mirrors where the Zone Minder is and um, pick out the mirror closest to you, so that not everybody's going to OregonState.edu and downloading the Zone Minder file. Um, back to Terminal One, hit Alt F1 and then pop up Terminal One. You should be done updating. So now you're going to type sudo apt-get upgrade and wait. You can go to Terminal Two and check out the download process over there. See if it's still downloading. If it's not downloading, uh, you can try a different mirror, try retyping it. uh, Do it how you want to do it. After apt-get upgrade is done, you want to type sudo apt-get dist upgrade. And this is going to upgrade you to Lenny. I use Lenny for a few reasons. Um, One, it's... Called, uh, what is it called? Testing, but most of the stuff in there has been tested pretty well through the unstable branch, and it, it has to prove to be at least moderately stable to go into Lenny. Um, and it seems that running Lenny is a little bit easier to do newer things like Zone Minder, so you don't necessarily have to um, struggle as much. I didn't really have to struggle at all to get Zone Minder up and running. So, apt-get dist upgrade, you're going to have to tell it yes, Uh, hit the Y key, and then it will start going, and going, and going. Uh, So, my recommendation is go make a cup of tea, drink the cup of tea, check on your computer, see that it's still running, if it's still running, and then go back. To your cup of tea because it'll probably still be running. It takes quite a while to download and uh, install everything that way. But it's well worth your while. You'll be up to date. All of your bug fixes will be installed. All of your uh, security vulnerabilities will be patched and up to date uh, as much as they're going to be on Lenny. So that's pretty good. Okay, now that um, apt get is done running, upgrade and upgrade, you want to reboot your computer. Uh, This will just put you into the new kernel so that the rest of the stuff that you do will be associated with the new kernel because we're going to be adding a kernel module later. Next, you're going to install some stuff uh, by hand. and You don't necessarily need to do this, although I always feel better Installing uh, specific dependencies by hand simply because I'm not completely convinced that uh, dependency resolution protocols are perfect. Uh, it's just been my experience that sometimes if you you install some core packages by hand, it seems to go a little better. So what I did is I ran sudo apt-get install mysql-client space mysql-server and space php5. This will install the base kind of tools for MySQL and PHP, which is uh, what ZoneMiter runs off of. Then you're going to type sudo apt-get install php5-mysql libapache2-mod-php5 libapache2-mod-auth-mysql and hit enter. Uh, That'll install those packages and some dependencies. And then the final one we're going to install manually is sudo apt-get install ffmpeg. And ffmpeg is dependent upon a whole bunch of cool uh, visual tools that ZoneMinder is going to require. This shouldn't take you more than just a few minutes, um, but make sure you, you pop back to the second terminal, Alt F2, to See if the ZoneMinder package is successfully downloaded. You're going to need that in the next step. Now, when you're sure ZoneMinder is downloaded, exit out of the second terminal. You're not going to need it anymore. Go back to the first terminal. By now, FFmpeg should be done installing. And you're going to type in sudo dpkg-i zoneminder1.23 dot three hyphen three underscore i three eighty six deb or sudo dpkg space uh, hyphen i star dot deb will be just as easy as can be because right now the only deb file in that directory and then your home directory is the zone minder one it's going to complain about being broken that's fine just let it keep running it'll run it'll tell you it's broken um, now you're going to run sudo apt-get install hyphen f uh, and there's some spaces in there so it's sudo apt get space install space hyphen f and what this does is it tells apt get to install the fixes apt gets going to do its magic it's going to go through and it's going to pull in some libraries that you need and uh, It'll be quite happy doing that. It'll it'll set up itself up quite easily, and there you go. Now, to get Apache to recognize ZoneMinder, and I'm not sure why any of the Debian distributions don't kind of have this go automatically. Uh, maybe somebody can can fill me in there, but I'm not sure why it's not automatic. What you need to do is type sudo space ln space hyphen s Space slash etsy slash zm slash apache dot c o n f space slash etsy slash apache two slash c o n f dot d slash zoneminder dot c o n f. And what you're doing here is you're pointing your Apache web server. Uh, configuration file to the ZoneMinder configuration file so that ZoneMinder and Apache can talk back and forth and Apache knows where ZoneMinder is hiding. Um, You can do uh, a sudo slash etsy slash init dot d slash Apache space force hyphen reload if you want. Uh, However, I'm going to have you reboot the whole system at the end of this process anyway because you're going to be installing a kernel module, so don't bother if you don't really want to. Uh, If you're not running a USB camera, if you're running a net-based camera, and you already know how to get that running and it's already running, uh, you can do the force reload and then you'll be good to go. Uh, Now, that kernel module that you're going to install... uh, You're going to be doing a sudo apt-get install module assistant. Uh, And this is module hyphen assistant. Now apparently, uh, I just learned about this when I was doing this process, but the module assistant helps you to resolve uh, kernel issues, installing kernel modules in a Debian environment, or maybe even other environments. I just know about it in in, uh, Debian because I'm a Debian kind of guy. Uh, Then you're going to run sudo m hyphen a which stands for module assistant uh, prepare and that's going to uh, run the module assistant preparation utility you're going to run sudo m hyphen a space update which runs the update utility and that Going That's going to install some stuff so that module assistant can talk to your kernel and install the all the stuff it needs. Uh, when it was installing, I saw it install the uh, headers and all kinds of cool stuff so that it can, can get going. Now, believe it or not, this should probably take you around an hour, hour and a half so far, and most of your time is spent running uh, apt-get and the updates and the installations. But you're almost done. So now you're going to run sudo m-a space a-i space g-s-p-c-a. Now g-s-p-c-a is a the uh usb drive the drivers for usb webcams now these are typically the cheap cams that you find at walmart uh if you're running out to buy one for this i would recommend obviously uh googling gspca and uh checking the hardware list to see which ones work best which ones have the green rating um and then get one of those ones that has a green rating the one that we used is some ancient hp that are uh tech guy at school had sitting in a closet somewhere at home he brought in and it, it worked wonderfully once I realized that uh, the GSPCA had the drivers for that specific camera. Now that uh, module assistant is done running for uh, GSPCA you're going to type sudo space, modprobe space, gspca and this should Stick all the the, uh, kernel modules in for the webcams that you need. Now, reboot your computer. Um, And there you go, moment of truth. Okay, your computer's running. You've got your new kernel up with your new kernel modules, and you are ready to go. So, the moment of truth. You are going to run sudo, space, ZMU, space, hyphen, D, space, slash, D, E, V, slash, Video zero, space, hyphen, Q, space, hyphen, V, pipe, and that's the little vertical thing above the backslash key, less. This is the step that I did not find in any tutorial anywhere. This is the step that is the magical step in getting your USB webcam to work. Um, because if your numbers aren't right, when you install the webcam, it will just get angry at you and tell you to, you know, go fly a kite somewhere else. So what you need to do is, uh, the less command will keep that on your screen and you can scroll up and down through all the statistics about your webcam. Uh, if your webcam is supported by the GSPCA, then it'll show up there. Now go on over to the, uh, zone minder interface and that's how you get that is, um, uh, by typing HTTP colon slash slash the ZoneMinder machine's network address slash ZM. Uh, you can always make ZM your default if you want, but I did not do that in my tutorial simply to obfuscate the you know location of ZoneMinder just a tiny little bit. Uh, but anyway, so for my example, we'll just call it 192.168.1.94 slash ZM. And uh, it'll bring up the zone Minder console. Uh, then you want to click Add Monitor. When you click Add Monitor, it will bring up the little interface. The second tab there is the one that you want to look at. It's the one that has you know the location, the video type that you're going to be pulling in, and your uh, window size. Now, some of these webcams have extremely strange picture sizes and you have to get the maximum picture size right. If it's bigger than the maximum picture size or the proportions not right, I discovered your webcam may not work. So what I had to do was was use the ZMU uh, command to find out those details, plug those details of the maximum size into ZoneMinder and it worked perfectly. My camera's configuration style, believe it or not, was like 351 pixels wide by 248 pixels tall, which is excruciatingly bizarre. I don't understand that. But anyway, if you've got that all up and running, there are tons of excellent tutorials on what to do from here on out, on setting up zones, on setting up uh, alerts, doing motion detection, all those kinds of things. This is just getting the server up and running. I I haven't heard any podcast on this. I've heard podcasts on the the rest of it, but this should get you up and running with a USB webcam. Uh, if you have any problems, you can just go on over to my blog uh, yelkymantis.blogspot.com, and again there'll be a link in the the show notes for this. Go over to my blog, post a comment, and. Uh, If it's a problem that I've come across, I'll answer it for you. If if I've not come across that problem, maybe somebody else over at the blog can uh, help you out. So good luck, happy zone-minding, and have a nice day. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.